Last time on Colony Confidential. Do you remember? I remember I took you into a nursing home when you first took over. Years before that, it had been one of my accounts, and it was this real nice Jewish lady in the kitchen. She goes, oh, you're back? I go, yeah, my son runs the company. Now he's going to take over. Oh, you're giving him a piece of bread. I said, yeah, I'm giving him a piece of bread. So, yeah, everybody's got to eat. Oh, that's the first timer. What? Somebody in the audience said that's the first time they heard you tell that story. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah, they come back. I gave you a piece of bread. Yeah. Uh, so we're hearing that for months now. So, Miss America, this is Joey Buns less nowadays. We have Tony Gonzalez from Arizona. He's a co-founder of Scorpion Repel. Tony, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you uh, joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the uh, podcast. Thank you. Sheen, if you want to jump right in. Yeah. My first question is, how'd you get into the business? I mean, there was a reverse way of getting into the business, but the short answer is I had a buddy that was designing uh, a product, which is a physical barrier to keep scorpions out of his house. At the time, I'm an attorney, so he was asking me to help him with building that business. But honestly, I hadn't really seen scorpions where I've lived. Uh, I didn't know how much of a, a problem it really was. And then not more than maybe a week or two later, uh, my son, who was three years old, he'd gotten out of the pool. We went inside, he put a towel on, and a scorpion got him right on his elbow. It was the worst experience I've ever gone through. He cried. It was terrible. He almost died. His throat closed up. He couldn't breathe. Took him to the hospital. Ten hours later, after anti-venom was given to him, he was better. But at five in the morning, I called my buddy and I said, hey, I'm in 100%. I want to do this with you. I don't want anyone to go through this again. And that's how I got involved. It's like a message from God. <laughs> yeah, you could say that for sure. Thank God everything worked out with your son. I uh, can't imagine anybody that's a parent knows that feeling of helplessness when your kids are in any kind of bad way. So thank God he made it through that. Yeah, yeah like when they break their collarbone three times on a skateboard. I don't look forward to that. <laughs> that's Joey's story. My childhood right now. So I got a question. What did your family think when you went from practicing law to pest control? Because my mother... Thought I hit the bottom of the barrel when I left banking to become an exterminator. <laughs> I think in, in the back of her mind, she just thought maybe I was just doing it as a hobby. We've gotten to the point now where we're completely serious about it. We're a full-fledged business. We're in the middle of raising capital. But she still takes the position that she doesn't understand why I jumped into this. Yeah, I think my mother never got over it. I mean, but... I showed up at the house with a brand new Buick. She told me, park it around the corner. The neighbors are going to put the hex on you. One time she accused me of selling drugs. You got to be selling drugs. Thank God for my father. My parents are the same way. They're like, why are you jumping out of the law? And I'm okay with it. It's a great decision. I, I think if anything, building this type of business is going to have more impact on my life and on my kids and on my wife than really anything that I could do in the law. Tony, why don't you tell our listeners about Scorpion Repel? Essentially what it is, it's a physical barrier that we created to keep scorpions out of your house. My partner, co-founder, he actually was the one that thought of the idea. Here in Arizona, scorpions have been around 400 million years. And so in Arizona, everybody's battled scorpions. 
there really hasn't been an answer to it other than you could use some pesticides uh, or you seal your house. But all the experts in Arizona will tell you that the way they have their appendages and spurs that they walk on, they just tiptoe right over the pesticide, attach themselves to the wall of your home and climb straight up. And so what seal companies have done is they've gone through and they've tried to seal every crack or crevice in your house, but it doesn't work entirely. It definitely helps. I, I agree. But based on our experience, my partner had his home sealed. They're still going to find a way inside. And yes, it helps. It's preventative if you seal your house. But what we wanted to do is to design something to keep the scorpion off your house entirely. And so we went and we conducted our research. We studied the scorpion. We looked to see what was out there and we couldn't find anything that would create that barrier to keep a scorpion from getting onto a home. We had a scorpion in a glass one day and we were like, this would be perfect. Scorpion can't climb out of a glass. If we could create the same texture around the base of your home, let's do it. It took a while to figure that out. It's not something you can go and buy in Home Depot or anything like that because the scorpions, they still have these spurs, so they can still attach themselves. But with this application that we created, it's clear. It goes around the very bottom of your home and it dries. And once it dries hard, durable, and it dries glass-like, seriously, when you touch it, it actually, you could feel the glass. And when scorpions try to climb onto the application, they cannot attach themselves. Right now, we've even gone to the point where we're experimenting with other crawling insects. Because with scorpions, what we found is like 98% of all scorpion stings happen inside. So if we can stop that from happening, if we can stop them from entering a house, then we've solved that problem. As far as pest control, we're proponents of pest control. We understand that uh, our product used in conjunction with pest control, pesticides, and so forth, it, it makes our product more effective because of course we're gonna keep them out of your house, but you gotta keep them out of your yard. If you still don't wanna have any exposure, you have to deal with them that way. Most people here have these cinder block walls and scorpions climb up these cinder block walls and they hide inside. With our application at the base, as long as we can get both sides of the wall and the corners, we keep them out of the cinder block wall as well. So we've done our part. Obviously this is integrated pest management. We have partners right now that we work with and we encourage them and our clients to continue to work together because you still gotta stop them. You still gotta get rid of them. So with your product, What's the maintenance of the product for a homeowner? Think of a glass jar, right? If you had a jar outside and a scorpion inside, what's going to help that scorpion get out of that glass jar? Sometimes if you kick mud up on that glass, that might give it a little bit of texture to climb up, but really nothing else will do it. You could have a clear application like an epoxy or something like that, that the sun is going to break down. It's going to fall apart, but our product, it stays like a glass. And so as long as you make sure you keep mud off of it, then you've solved the problem. But what we have is a program that we go to everybody's house once a year because the average charge for this is anywhere between $750 upwards of $1,500 because it does take a lot of time and it does cost us some money. But if we get this on their house, what happens is we want to make sure that they're maintaining it. So we have a residual program where we go on once a year and we make sure that it's cleared of debris, cleared of mud, it's cleared of dust. Any areas that we need to reapply, we reapply. The number one question we get is what happens if we paint our house? If you have this residual program with us, we go back and we'll just reapply. So you're really not paying any money, but we want them to be a, a customer for life. We want them to be our client for life. As long as we can get out there, maintain it for them, 
you could do it yourself. I do have a lot of clients, even some of my relatives here in Arizona, like they'll maintain it themselves because they know how to do it. But otherwise, we want to get in there and do that for them. Good plan. And I'm thinking, I'm sure you're doing it. Mr. And Mrs. America, but you uh, can reach out to other pest control companies that do pest control and offer this product to them. So you could have a base three or four thousand exterminators it's okay and you would be an add-on to their service but anyway yeah the crazy thing about this is i came from the law there are attorneys that refer other clients to you but really if they only cannot help them and and, and for the most part it's not a regular thing with respect to this product and how we've conducted this business it would take us honestly 25 years to develop client relations with everyone here in arizona and, and maybe even longer But you're right, with pest control companies, they already have those established relationships. And so as long as they understand that this is a tool that they can use as part of their arsenal to get rid of scorpions, we had one experiment where we we went to one guy and we said, hey, we're going to let you just do it yourself. We'll give you the application. We'll teach you how to do it. You do it yourself. And it has been hard for him to transition his pest control company into doing this because this is something completely different. What we've been trying to do is to get pest control companies to work with us. We have partnerships with a few of them. Obviously, you're the one that's getting us the work. So we split those costs with you. We only charge a certain amount that we need to make. The pest control company can charge as much as they want to. And this has only started, honestly, recently by talking to people like you guys that are, are in the business, that are in the industry, and trying to teach us this is the best way of getting it out there. Did you have to go through the EPA registration and all of that? We have not because it's not a pesticide. It's a physical barrier. The way that it's created have any sort of repellent. So technically we have the name Scorpion Repel in our product and and in our uh, trade name, but it doesn't repel. What it does is it just creates that physical barrier. And if you go to our website at scorpionrepel.com or even just Google us on YouTube, It's amazing because you'll see these scorpions and when they walk up to the application, they'll touch it and they'll move around, they'll touch it and they move around. And that's what keeps them off. As long as they can't get their spurs onto this, they stay off. So it's not necessarily repelling them where we would be regulated by the state or the EPA. It's more of just that physical barrier. So almost if I put glass all around your house, that's really what it is. And that's why we don't think we're competitors with the pest control industry. We're just a tool and we consider ourselves partners. And, and that's why I'm here talking to you guys, because I think the wave of the future is going to be this integrate pest management. You're going to have to figure out new ideas to help you, but it's to help everybody. Our product, it actually helps the pest control industry. It makes their job easier. They don't have to go back and do retreats. If there's a scorpion, who are they going to call? They're going to call me before they call their pest control guy. I got a question. Would this work on rodents? We haven't done efficacy tests on rodents, but we're working on that right now. Yeah, it's smooth, so they can't get a grip with their teeth on it. Yep, exactly. But again, I I need to work with people like you to, to actually get it out there and to try it. We're testing it right now in Arizona on everything. And again, most of that came from talking to experts like you guys and just trying to figure out what is the best use. If you guys came to me with an idea of structuring a business or how do I draft a contract or a lease, I can tell you all those things, the intricacies, I can give you advice. So now I'm, I'm in the other person's shoes. I'm asking for you guys to help. And you guys have been fantastic in getting us there. Thank you. You mentioned integrated pest management. 
I was alive when the industry started going towards that. And back in the days when pesticides were taken away or people like yourself came up with innovation and old school exterminators, if you will, were mad at somebody like you and couldn't see the bigger picture on what you're bringing to the table and make money off of it. When IPM first came, I remember guys complaining, oh, these products that last longer are going to ruin the business. And this product was the best thing for termites ever. Now what are we going to do for termites? And look what happened. We created a recurring business model, recurring service, subscription-based for termites. Whereas prior to that, Sheen, what warranties were you given in 1980? How many years? Five, five years. Right, five years. And how much were you getting paid for that warranty? Nothing. No, next to nothing. 300, 400 bucks. I dare say that the pest management industry has embraced that more, not immediately shunning somebody like you. I hope it sounds like you've experienced that back then, what, 30 some odd years ago, anything new was automatically shot down. Anytime new innovations come in, it forces us to think out of the box and figure out a new way. I'm glad to hear that you're having a different experience where people are working with you. Yeah, I know you had Paul on with the buzz and I talked to Patrick Baldwin about the idea early on. And again, I was sitting here thinking that if, if I can prove that this can last a year, then I've won. But at the end of the day, we've had this on people's homes for several years and they always call us back because we've essentially given them a, a small warranty. We have to go back and we have to make those corrections every year. And sometimes it's because the way that they've actually maintained the product it was Patrick that said, look, you got to go listen to a podcast on uh, Mr. Hale. And so I, I went and I listened to it and I was like, okay, I get it because we're going out there anyway. Why not go out there and make it part of a residual income? We're not asking them to give us them as a client because we don't do pest control. We don't have applicators to do it. What we've told them is these are still your clients. We're just going out there and doing it. But ultimately you're going to make this recurring income every single year Every time uh, we, we renew this contract with this client right. of yours. What have your challenges been this year, particularly, and adjusting with COVID? We've been designing this product since 2013. It took a while just to get it to the point that it worked uh, and then to get our patents submitted. And even after we do all those things, we can't even go into business. So we really started in 2018, but we were just giving it away for free. And into 2019, we were still giving it away and we were still trying to figure out ways to make money. We were really just learning. We did a trade show in the fall of 2019 and everything just took off. We were the most popular booth, honestly, in, in this show. And we had this little tiny booth. What we found is all these clients that we booked, we had to book them into the far future because we didn't have the manpower. We didn't have offices and we barely had one truck. So when COVID came, a lot of those deals, we got the phone calls, which is, no, I, you guys can't come over. I don't want anyone over. And, and it just became really complicated for us because just when we started picking up traction, everything just shut down again. And we even got to do a show in March. And in March, the show was even bigger because it was at the Arizona Cardinal Stadium. And all of those that were booked all got canceled. And so we were like, how do we do this? Next time on Colony Confidential. We, we've learned with, with people having and being forced to spend all that time at home, they see everything. They, they see these scorpions that they never saw before. 
And not that we want this trend to continue, but it's really helped us to, to stay in business being that people are actually watching. When my co-founder was telling me to start this business and I was telling him, I'd, I've never seen a scorpion. When my son was stung, I go outside and I think in the first night we caught 50. In the next night, I think we caught 30. And it's incredible that we lived with them. We started finding them in the house because we were looking for them, taking these huge risks. But now people are at home and they're looking for those sort of issues. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.